Good morning, everyone. This is Brandon Matloff in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Stella Oak Mavens podcast, where we feature different mavens in different fields. A maven is an expert of an expert. They're the go-to person who you would want to ask all the questions to before making a decision. Whether you're just starting out in business or have been a part of the professional community for some time, there's always knowledge to gain, and we're here to provide you with answers to your questions in a broad range of industries. If you're looking to learn more about real estate investments, this is the podcast for you. Today's podcast features real estate maven Keith Wasserman. Keith graduated from USC Marshall School of Business in 2007 and founded Gelt in the middle of the 2008 financial crisis, a real estate company focusing on a variety of properties in the Western US, specializing in renovation and capital improvements. And today, Keith will be sharing with us his insight and tips in the real estate arena. Welcome, Keith. Thank you for having me, Brandon. So how did you do that when you were just out of school? I mean, you didn't have a long track record at that point. You didn't have all the connections you have now. So how did you how did you start? Yeah, so that's a good question. Um, you know, as an entrepreneur, you, you just really utilize, you know, what you have at your resources and, and just make things happen. We, I read as many books as I could on real estate. I um, went to uh, as many meetings as I could and met as many, uh, tried to get some mentors in the space. And we, we started, we got an FHA loan. We only put 3% down. Uh, we got a cash advance of $10,000 on a credit card. And we borrowed $5,000 from a friend. And that's how we bought our first fourplex. Um, the second fourplex, I put the down payment of around 30, 35,000, which was a lot of my savings at the time. And my cousin, who's my business partner, got on the loan. And we just were very resourceful. Um, we bought three little fourplexes in that, that kind of manner. And then we sold 49% of that entity. Um, we marked it up just because we showed that we increased the value of these properties so much by renovating them and leasing them out. They were all boarded up, dilapidated properties that were run down. And, you know, we breathed new life into them and increased their value. Sold 49% of that entity and used that new cash to buy a few more of these little buildings. So, we really started and cut our teeth with these small buildings, and, and then that expanded into, into larger properties. So let's let's talk about young entrepreneurs or, or college kids starting out, or, or those getting their MBA. So you know they're in school. Obviously, it's good to be in real estate over a long period of time. Anyway, the market's a little bit different now than it was in two thousand eight. If you were starting over now, would you advise clients getting into the real estate business even at this point? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, real estate, you know, just like the stock market and any long-term investment is, is great over time, you know, as long as you could withstand the downturn, um, you know, time and inflation are real estate's best friends. So I'd say, you know, even if you bought real estate at the last peak of the market, 2006, if you're able to hold on, you, the values of the properties are way up, the cash flow you would have is way up, and you can say the same thing about the stock market. You bought it at the last peak and, and, and rolled it down and then rolled it back, rolled, you know, rolled it back up here. So um, you have to have a good long-term perspective and not really be a trader. And, you know, I'd say, um, you know, buy and hold and just, just manage effectively and buy in good locations that are improving and take good care of your assets. And, you know, there's a lot of ways in real estate to mitigate your risk uh, that could go into. But yeah, just um, have that long-term perspective. So if someone's listening to this podcast and they're like, you know, I probably should diversify or, or have some of my assets in real estate, do they, um, would, would they oftentimes try to do it themselves initially? Is that how people tend to, to get into the real estate business or do they try to find a broker? Or do they try to find someone like you guys? Like how, how does that typically work if someone's 
listening and they're, they're saying, you know, I, I keep hearing I should be in the real estate business of some sort or add that to my portfolio. Like what's a good place for them to start? Yeah, it depends on what their goals are. And um, I'd say if, if they want to be full time in the business, yeah, it's a great way, you know, be on the investment side, be on the brokerage side, be, just touch the business in some way and, and, and go all in. But most people are, are, are in different fields. And, and if, if you're doing well, I, I would say invest in yourself. So invest in your profession, your business. And any any um, monies you make, put it set aside for you know different kind of investment, stock market, bonds, mutual funds, and real estate should be part of that in in, in the alternative bucket. And I'd say most people I know that have you know wealth over time have a percentage of their a large percentage of their money in real estate, and they they, they could try to do it on their, their, themselves, but I would advise against it just because they're they already have a full time job or business they're running. So this is all we do. So we have investors that come in. For um, you know, our minimum investment is a hundred thousand on any deal, but we we've, we've dropped it for fifty or even twenty five thousand to let um, younger people in just to uh, that I see that are doing really well and want to you know get started. And as long as they're accredited, we we can only work with accredited investors. But it's a great way to to just sock away money every year into into real estate into our deals. And over time, you you don't have to work because your your cash flow will be so large uh, from all the years of putting away the uh, money into the property. So how did they decide which deal to invest with you? Is it something you advise on? Do you have somebody on your team that does that? Like, how does that work? Um, well, we, we spend a lot of time to analyze the deals. We, 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 we sift through probably 100 properties a week, and if, I bet maybe five of them catch our attention that we like. We dig in further, and, you know, we'll make, we'll make an offer. And hopefully, you know, maybe one in five will, will, will win. So we're, we're constantly looking at a lot of properties. A lot of them go out the window just because of, not the right location, not not the right you know return threshold. Not there's not a good story behind it. And um, once we tie up a deal, we send it to all the prospective investors and current investors, and they all subscribe. They tell me how much they, they want to subscribe for, anywhere from you know like twenty five thousand to we have some investors putting a million plus per deal. It's it, it, people are from all walks of life that invest with us. Um, and I always recommend putting the little in every deal. So if you have you know a hundred thousand a year, you want to place in real estate, come into our Four of our deals for twenty-five thousand each. I, I, instead of putting all hundred in one deal, I, I'm a big believer in diversification and just getting into all the deals. I, I'd rather have someone do that than just plop a, a bunch of money in, in one property and then not have any more ammo for, for new stuff. 